When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. I know I've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And I mean, I'm always waiting for Wine Wednesday. And if you're always waiting for Wine Wednesday, have you gotten one of our new WOM merch items yet? I mean, they're so cute. And you guys have been asking and asking since the beginning for it. And we finally rounded up some merch three options three colors tons of sizes they're so cute yeah there really is something for everyone t-shirt hoodie crew neck whatever is your jam um it's been great because they've been starting to roll in and you guys have been sharing like i know somebody i think on club wom today like posted a picture of their hoodie that they got and it's so cute I love it. Somebody in WAM posted, my sister sent me a text today that she got hers. Um, and it's just so fun seeing it start to roll in and actually seeing people wear it. Like, it's like the black one is my go-to. I just love it so much. Um, and I also love the white one. It's like very Barbie girl vibes with the pink on the white. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like love running my errands early, early in the day on the weekends. And it is my look. Like I put a WOM sweatshirt on to go to like Trader Joe's and Target or whatever. Yes. And I just feel like, I feel like people are finding out. Like they're, yeah. they're like, oh, what's that? Like people are just going to look because they're going to see it on the sweatshirt or something. And I'm like... Go find out. <laughs> I want the, I like the way the white one looks more than the black, but I just know me. So I went with the black. I really wanted the indigo one. I love the way the blue one looks, but Same. they don't have it in my size right now. I know they don't have it in my size right now either. So we need to stock their website to see when they get restocked um, in our size. And yeah, if you haven't gotten merch yet, like Laura said, crew necks, hoodies, t-shirts, three colors, tons of sizes. We want to see pictures of you guys in it. So as soon as you get it in the mail, either send us like an unboxing or a picture of you in it. We'll definitely make sure to share those and very exciting. Link in the description of this episode and in our bio as usual. But yeah, get yourself a little, little warm gift. And um, technically it's a few days before the meetup, but you guys are hearing this after the meetup. So let's just say thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, <laughs> since we have such a jam-packed episode, we're going to wait to tell you about it till next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have so much to talk about. And since it <laughs> hasn't happened and we don't know how great it actually was, we'll share about it next week. But seriously, everybody who did come out, thank you. Um, I'm sure we all had like a wonderful time as usual. Absolutely. 
All right. Is daylight savings time kicking your butt this year? Like what the hell? I, I, I really, really hope this is it. I know we keep like voting on this and we keep talking about that. It's going to be like the end of it, but can we really get rid of it? I, I know it's only an hour, but it truly feels like four hours. It's the worst. And I feel like, I don't know if I've like struggled with this in the past or not, but it feels like I've been struggling more with it this year. And I don't know if it had to do with like a busy weekend and just not getting enough rest period, but like it is kicking my butt this year. And this morning was super, super rough, but I just feel like I know we've even talked about it on the podcast before about how like the majority of people seem to be like against daylight savings time. Like it served a purpose at one point when like the majority of like jobs were in your, a lot of jobs were in agriculture and things like that, but like times have changed and there isn't as much of a necessity for daylight savings time. And I know it keeps, we keep voting on it and nothing happens. And I'm just at the very least, like, can we just like, why on a Sunday? Like, why are you doing this on a Sunday during a weekend, which is already shorter than the work week? Like, why not throw this little change in there on a Friday at 4 p.m. and let us all bounce from work an hour early? Like, why not that? Yes. Or, you know, yeah, I agree. And let us like kind of just recover over the weekend, give us a couple days to like adjust, and then we'll be a little bit more normal by Monday. I agree. And I'm just like, I feel like year after year, we read about this, about how some congressman or something brings (laughs) it up and we vote on it and then it doesn't do anything. But the latest thing that I just read, it was going around Instagram today. Um, A bunch of people were reposting this article that basically a California um, representative is bringing like um, a bill to the House of Representatives and it's basically to make the standard in America a four-day work week. And I vote yes on that, like today. Really? Can I, can I put oh. my ballot in now? I mean, yes, I will vote. Yes. But what uh-huh. does that mean, too? Because does that mean four tens, like 10-hour days, four days a week? Because that sounds terrible. No. But if okay. it's as somebody a 32-hour work week, then yes. Okay. How's, as somebody who, when I worked at the university, we worked a normal eight-hour five day a week, work week. And in the summers we worked a four ton schedule and we had Friday off. And let me tell you, it's worth it. Like the days like seem long, but you eventually like get used to it. And that's just like your new habit. And then come like Thursday afternoon, you are so stoked to know that every Thursday or every week you have like a three day weekend. It's it honestly is the best 10 hour days or I mean, half the time I work a 10 hour day anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but <laughs> I would love to do 410 anytime I had the option to. See, I think I would struggle a little bit more and I, I've never done a 410, but we also used to get flex schedules in the summer at work and I would always take them up on the 980 option and then have either every other Friday off or just do half day Fridays. Um, And that was even brutal for me. So I can't imagine a 10th hour but I also like love my schedule. I'm seven to four. So in the summertime, when you're off at four, that's a lot of hours of daylight left in your day to do things. And I feel like if I was there till six, like seven to six, like there goes sucks, my whole day. But would you rather have every Friday off? Every Friday. And I'm torn. But I think the origin of this conversation comes from a study that was done in the UK recently that made the news where they tested this on a, like a whole bunch of companies um changed their employees work schedules to four days a week but they didn't change it to four times 
they just changed it from instead of five eight hour days to four eight hour days and did a study hours. on it. Uh huh. And they found that employees preferred it. Um, you got more productivity out of employees because let's be honest, in the workplace, not every single minute of every hour is spent being productive. You talk to people in the when you're making coffee, you stop by somebody's desk and chat. Like that's part of like being in an office is all those extra things. So it's like, if you can only make people come to the office four days a week, you're going to get so much more productivity out of them knowing they have to finish all of their things that they have to do in 32 hours, knowing they don't have, you know, the, the 40 hours a week. So don't think it'll happen, but I mean, if that was on a ballot, they'd get a yes from me. I mean, I would do it whether, I mean, for sure, if it was the 32 hour work week, but even at the 410 level, I'd be all for it. Sign me up. Yeah. I'm, um, but, but here's the thing. How do you even enforce that? Because there's so many businesses like that don't work, that do work weekends. Like who has to abide by this rule? Like, what are we voting on exactly? I just, I just want it to apply to me. And then I want everybody else to figure <laughs> out. If I don't have all the answers. I, yeah. I just want like, the Friday off. This goes into effect for government employees. I'm like, great. <laughs> Public sector, this is for you. Um, but on that topic, something else was kind of going around TikTok. And I saw an article on LinkedIn, I believe, that was talking about it as well. And they were calling it a trend, which I don't know if it's a trend or not. But um, the trend of bare minimum Mondays, have you heard of that? I have not. Tell me. Okay, so this girl on TikTok, her TikTok is It's Marissa Joe um, on TikTok. She has a bunch of videos on the topic. She's the one that kind of started talking about it. And then she, you know, gets comments and responds to all of them. So there's a lot of talk about this on TikTok. But basically, she talks about um, the anxiousness you feel on Sundays. So basically, like, Mondays are a buzzkill to your Sunday, which should just be a relaxing day, but they're not because you start making mental notes of what you have to do for the week and you start opening your calendar and looking at your work week. Yeah, having the Sunday scaries. The Sunday scaries, yes. And so you get anxious on Sundays and then super overwhelmed, like waking up Monday morning, just knowing you have like a whole week ahead of you and so much to do. Yeah. So she was talking about bare minimum Sundays, like on Sunday night, you set the bare minimum number of tasks for you to do on Monday. And you only hold yourself accountable for those bare minimum tasks. And then the rest of Monday, after you've done those bare minimum tasks that have to be done on Monday, you just do whatever feels good the rest of the day. So if it feels good to do more, you do. If it doesn't, you you don't. Um, And she was just talking about how it like shifts the expectations for Monday to allow you to be less stressed for Mondays, more productive the rest of the week. and basically like that, what you, what can you choose to not care about today mentality? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm torn I try to have it. that mentality every day. <laughs> Does this have I'm, to be a today problem or can this be a tomorrow problem? <laughs> so I'm torn. Cause like her whole idea of like, remove the wishful thinking tasks from your Monday to-do list. Like when you'd make, like typically when you make a list of like your to-do list for work for a day, you're like, the most important things are on top. And then like those things that are like wishful thinking, like, oh, I've been meaning to organize this. I've been meaning yeah. to do this are on your list, but like may or may not get to. Um, So the whole idea of like condensing that list as much as possible just to take the stress off of Mondays, I'm torn because I think it is a good idea. I think if you do take the stress of Mondays off and you, you're like, look, I have five days or four someday. 
to, to get through this stuff rather than like putting all the stress on Monday. But I also just, um, I think that like when trends and I do, I say trends in like quotation marks, because I don't really think this is a trend. Like, I don't know yeah. anybody that's participating in bare minimum Mondays, but she has, you know, millions and well, maybe the video is the trending. Videos. So that means trending, right? the idea is trending, I guess. Because I feel like some of these things that go around like TikTok or LinkedIn or whatever um, are like good, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like it like context wise can be painted as a bad thing and just make people look like the idea that like millennials are lazy and we don't want to work and blah, blah, blah. And it's not that it's just about like, we care about mental health and we care about work-life balance and we care about all these other things. And it's not that we don't want to do our job, but it's like, can we change the way we do our job to do it better and in a healthier way? Exactly. What was the one we talked about it on the pod, like a few months ago, And it was the one about, it was a TikTok trend, whatever we want to call it. It was the, was it like quit, something about quitting? Yes. Like quit, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. I feel like that's kind of like this, not the same thing, but it's like on that same, like that same idea, idea of trying to keep yourself same and sane by doing what you need to do and not anything more than that, I guess. Yep. No, I'm torn on it. I don't think it's a bad thing to do whatever is needed um, to like help you mentally get prepared for the week and just do a good job and have that better work-life balance. But I think it also depends on your job. You know, like a nurse can't show up to work and and have a bare minimum Monday. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, somebody that works in an office desk that has, you know, a calendar of due dates of when things are due, like not everything has to get done Monday, you know? Yeah. Uh, So I definitely think it depends on the type of work you do. Um, And she talks about it from an entrepreneurial standpoint where she's a business owner herself. It's like, that's a lot easier to like, make those calls rather than like, okay, I'm going to quiet quit and bare minimum Monday it and then hope cross my yeah. fingers that my performance review goes good. <laughs> exactly. I have, I definitely have Monday, like I have every day certain things that are due and sometimes those things land on Mondays. So it's like, though there's just some Mondays where I, I don't have the option to pick things to move to Tuesday. So I'm less stressful, but right. um, I don't know. Interesting concept. I don't know how I find that to be something hard that I could put into the job that I do today, but maybe for some people, like you said, she's an entrepreneur. So maybe that's something yeah. easier because you're, you're in a place where you have to like set yourself up with a to-do list every day. Cause you have nobody to answer to. So, you know what you need to accomplish to right. get your job done. So exactly. I don't know. Interesting. How was your last, your past week? It was good. It was like really, really busy, which I think contributed you know, on top of daylight savings time to me, just being so exhausted today, but Jordan got back from Texas last week. So he's been home. Um, and then we had a really busy weekend Friday. We did a date night at the orange circle. We did drinks at Haven for happy hour. It's out at the bar there for a little bit and then walked over to Gabby's and did a delicious Mexican dinner with the best spicy margaritas ever. I mean, their spicy margaritas are so freaking good. Gabby's drinks, period are like fantastic oh my god I want to go back to Haven though because honestly so Jeff and I went there on our first date um like after we went to dinner and then we walked over to Haven and we went and had like another drink because the date was going well um 
I think him and I have only gone back like once or twice. I know you and yeah. I have gone before. How was your drinks that you had? We just got beers actually. Like oh, we sat okay. at the bar and each just got a beer. So I couldn't really like it's beer, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also went with my parents when they were here in December and we had cocktails when I went with them and they were really good. Yeah. I always want to go back there. There's just like, I don't know why I don't go back there very often, but I need to, I need to make a note to go back. Cause I do always feel like I like their cocktails because they have like that whole craft cocktail menu kind of thing. Yeah. And I really like their bar. I was like pointing out, like, I love when a bar has like a bar under it for your feet. So when you're sitting there, you're like comfortable. Can we please, can we please normalize bars having those? Because I don't understand when a bar doesn't have it. I don't either. I don't have a way to like brace myself on this high top chair and like legs are just like dangling there, falling asleep. It's the, it's. I literally, sometimes Jeff and I will like look at a bar and we'll like look to make sure there's like somewhere we could put our feet and like, cause <laughs> it's like, we're so not, we're true. Not going. it's the worst. It's like, do they want you to stay and buy more cocktails or do they want you to like rush out and leave? Like yeah. make people comfortable. It's annoying. I, I don't understand it. I completely agree. I'm so glad you were on the same page. What did you have at Gabby's? I know it's like nobody cares at about Gabby's this, I, I had, oh my God, what did I have at Gabby's? Oh, it was a special. So they had um like a duck mole enchilada special. Mm. And I like duck, but I haven't had duck in a very long time. So it just sounded like delicious. It came with two enchiladas. They have the, their homemade mole sauce on it. It was so good. I'm not um, a big mole fan, but oh really? Mm-hmm. I know I feel like that's one of those things where people either love it or they yeah, do not, I'm not love huge it. On it. But I do love Gabby's. Everything I've ever had there is like always really good. It was delicious. I don't think Jeff's ever been there. Him and I have never gone oh there. Oh my god, you guys have to go. I know. Especially oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they do have the best marks there. Ugh, and their guac is so good. I was loving it. But um then we stopped at your house afterwards because you were out. You'll share more about that. Thank but you we, guys um, so much. It was so cute. We stopped by to let Penny out. So she was going to be the home alone for, you know, hours and hours and hours while Jeff and Laura were gone. So since we were in the area, we stopped by, let her out, play with, played with her for an hour or so. And she was so freaking excited when we walked in, <laughs> like just, and you know, you know, Penny, she has a toy in her mouth, like at all times, like she has to show you her toy yeah. and she's like, oh like running in and out of the house and freaking out it was so cute it was probably just like double because like usually she loses her mind when we come home but she had by the time you guys got there she had been alone for four plus hours probably and then when she found out like oh it's not even mom and dad it's (laughs) auntie steph and uncle jordan like i'm so excited party (laughs) oh my god she had so much fun like and Jordan was like wearing her out, like just playing with her nonstop. It was so cute. Like towards the end, like we were like, oh, maybe this is our sign to go. Cause she was like actually the one getting tired. Like she was over playing after a while, like tired. <laughs> and so she just walked behind Jordan and like laid down behind him, like, but, like touching him. Cause she has to be touching you. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, she's tired. No more playing. And she had one more round of the zoomies before we left, like freaking going crazy in your house. It was the funniest thing thing um but yeah that guys was... we appreciate it of course yeah we we like love her like we both got like every time we leave your house we both get in the car and we're just like we freaking love that dog like she's <laughs> such a good dog she we is. love her um but saturday was my errands morning so i ran my errands early love that i had a nordstrom stylist appointment okay we need um, to talk about this it was so fun so this was kind of like spur of the moment 
Um, so basically, like, I have, like, been wanting to work on, on not necessarily, like, changing my style, but just, like, all right, you don't have to wear the exact same Amazon tank top every day of your life with, like, black <laughs> leggings. Like, just, like, a few, like, outfit outfits. Like, yeah. not even, I'm in daily outfits, but just, like, if it's a date night or a girl's night or something that I have, like, cuter options than just, like, my normal daytime stuff. So it's been, like, yeah. on my mind, but I'm just, like what do I even do? Like, how do I even draw? I'm 36. Like if I haven't figured it out by now, like am I 36, Jordan? <laughs> You're 36. What do you say? Oh my God, the, the other day I was like, I'm turning 38 this year. And he's like, no, you're not. You're turning 37. I was like, oh. <laughs> um. Welcome to my life. Yeah. I only know, I feel like I finally like, this is the first year I'm going to like really always remember how old I'm turning because I know <laughs> it's 39 because I know it's not 40 yet. Last like, year keep, in the 30s. I keep having this like mental breakdown that I'm like, holy shit, how am I turning 40 next thank, year? Thank and God you're so, not turning 40 the same year as your wedding. Oh my God, I know. But so I'm like, <laughs> I just, I finally remember how old I am because I feel like I never do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, no, I kind of had like no idea how to even like approach getting like a few cute outfits. And so I had remembered like as a kid, my mom, like before, you know, my mom always had a Nordstrom card. And so before any like the anniversary sales or whatever, like she had like a personal like stylist girl at Nordstrom that would pull stuff from the sale and like my mom's size and my size and my sister's size. And then we'd have our own dressing room when we'd go before the sale started because they do that for card holders or whatever. And so it like just came into my mind. I'm like, I wonder if they still do that anymore. Not for like the sale, but just in general. And so I went to their website and they do. The appointments are free. Um, I think it's it's either an hour or 90 minute appointment and it's free. I like, it showed like a few different people and I just picked like kind of the youngest, like hippest looking one (laughs) and then booked an appointment. And I actually booked it for Thursday during my lunch. And she was asking if she could push it back an hour. And I was just like, Oh, like I wanted to avoid being there on a weekend just with like more people, but I'm like, "Eh, I'm just going to do it Saturday. So I booked it. Yeah, I think that's better. You would have felt less rushed. And I agree. Um, and so she, I didn't know what to expect either. Like, I was like, oh God, am I like trying on clothes in front of her? Is she like taking my measurements? So I basically filled out a form that said like my sizes and, um, what I was looking for. Like, I'm not looking for prom dresses or anything. I don't have a special event. I'm looking for just (laughs) cute, like date night stuff or like cute, cuter, like elevated outfits or whatever. And so then she starts texting me throughout the week, asking like more questions, like what colors do you typically wear? What colors do you not like? Um, I was able to tell her like, do not pull me any pants that are not high-waisted pants. It's not happening. Um, (laughs) like just all different kinds of things I was able to tell her and she was able to ask me like going into it. And then I got there and again, I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to be like, but basically I got there and had like the biggest dressing room they have, like just mirrors everywhere. Uh-huh. And there's just outfits hanging all throughout the dressing room. Like, yeah, this sounds so fun. It was so amazing. Like I walked in and I'm like, oh my God, like there's just outfits everywhere. And so she's just like telling me, you know, I pulled some outfits, blah, blah, blah. If you need a different size, if you don't like something, if I didn't get it right and you're like, hey, come start over or whatever. She's like, let me know. And so I basically, and then they also like have an ice water in there for you. She's like, I know trying on clothes gets really, really hot. So she's like, there's an ice water. And I was oh like, my oh, gosh. This is like the best experience ever. Like yes. it was so great. So I'm just trying on outfits. 
And I also don't like being bothered while I'm trying on clothes. Like uh-huh. I don't, I don't necessarily want to walk out and show you everything I try on. Cause if I don't like it, I don't want to walk out in it. So she was really good about not being like too much in my business. Yeah. Like she'd just come if I needed a new size or on something just to check on me. Um, and I went with a budget. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to be spending more than I typically would like walking into a Nordstrom. Um, but like, this is my budget. And I definitely ended up b- spending double the- <laughs> <laughs> that budget, which shows you how good she was though. So um, that's what I was but- going to say, like, do you feel like of, so how many outfits did she have picked out for you? <sighs> there had to be like 20 and some of the outfits were like the oh same my- pair of pants, but like different yeah. tops or whatever. And I love that because then it also gives you ideas of like how you yes. can like mix and match and wear these in a different, like make this work for different events totally and like that and like the thing is they were outfits that like I wouldn't have chosen myself like I don't know how to put like looks together like I know yeah. how to do very basic like leggings t-shirt denim jacket like just yeah. but like aside from like your basic um look like I don't know what I'm doing and some of the things I looked at in the hanger and I like one shirt in particular I was like I'm gonna hate that it's so florally it's ugh. I tried it on and I was like oh my god this would be the freaking cutest like spring date night shirt like it's so cute so I really liked it because I she knows what she's doing and I don't and they were outfits for me so not only is it free like this is a free service you have to book an appointment but you show up there and you eliminate all the time walking through the store and having to to pull things and carry them throughout the store yourself they're already Mm -hmm. in a dressing room and then you can either walk you can hate everything and walk out and buy nothing or you can do what I did and buy a lot of things um (laughs) so what all did you get I got four pair of pants so I got a pair of jeans a pair of black jeans um like like faux leather pants uh-huh. but they're like pull-on like leggings yeah so they're super cute and then I got like a florally pant which I don't normally do oh and I, I was gonna hate them and I really really liked them um and then I got a blazer um you know those open edit blazers that everybody loves yeah. Like I've always been curious and it was funny because she pulled one uh-huh. um, and so I got that and then I probably got three, four, five, like five or six shirts. So I got yeah, a decent I don't even want to know what you spent. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was almost double on the dot of what I wanted to set to spend, but I like, I don't go shopping that often. And like, I was telling Jordan, I'm like, I can't make this a habit. Like this was such a good experience. Like if I had the money, I would do this like once a month, but yeah. I like, don't want to be like clothes broke and spend all my money on clothes and then not money for other things. So I'm like, I could see myself doing this like twice a year and spending that much twice a year and being done with it. But now that I have like some nicer pants, like I don't need new pants every time I go unless I lose weight, you know? And 90% of the clothes, you buy a lot from like Target and Amazon. So you do like spend, you're like pretty like frugal when you're buying clothes typically. So I think splurging on like good core items is totally fine. I think what's also nice is you, it sounds like you have pieces that you can like mix and match and some of those Amazon shirts you can wear with these pants. Like you'll be able to like make a lot out of what you got. 
Yes. No, totally agree. And I like didn't want anything that felt like super trendy, like I'm going to be over it in a year, you know, like I wanted things where I felt like, oh, this is going to be in my closet for like years because everything stays in my closet for years. So (laughs) I was really happy with it. She was great. Um, If you're from SoCal, you can DM me. I'll send you her information. Um, She was awesome. And then afterwards, like I was walking out and I'm like, I was going down the escalator and I'm like, wait, this is just like very nostalgic for me, like doing like this whole like shopping and having like outfits in the dressing room. <laughs> my mom is like a little, like a girl or a teenager. And I'm like, I want to go back upstairs and go to the Nordstrom cafe. So I called Jordan and had him come meet me at the Nordstrom cafe. And I'm like, it's just so nostalgic. Like I remember my mom, like when we were little and we hated shopping and she had to drag us shopping, <sighs> like we would go to the Nordstrom cafe and we were happy because we could get like a root beer and macaroni and cheese or whatever you know I am a big Nordstrom Cafe fan I (laughs) same thing very nostalgic me and my mom would always go there when we would go shopping for like still to this day actually me and my mom were to go to the mall we'd always go to Nordstrom Cafe if I ever have to go to the mall I go get lunch at Nordstrom Cafe it's just like nostalgic it's not even necessarily like the food's amazing like it's good but it's not like out of this world there's probably way better options at the spectrum to go to but like it's just so nostalgic and like I remember as a teenager like I would always get like their tomato bisque soup with like a half sandwich or whatever and then we would always share the creme brulee and it was so freaking good I still to this day order off the kids menu half the time when I go no I get because they have on the kids menu tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich and it comes with a drink it like it's all it's just like such a deal and because their tomato soup is like the best. And now as an adult, you can get wine at the Nordstrom Cafe. So there's exactly. nothing like throwing back a Chardonnay <laughs> after spending, you know, pretty penny on the clothes. So that was fun. Super nostalgic. I like posted about it in my stories and I cannot even tell you how many DMs I had from girls saying that, oh my God, this is so nostalgic for me as well. Like, yeah, I think it's like such a thing for so many of us that we remember about like, Back in the days where like shopping was a thing, like people yeah. went, our moms went to the store to shop. Like, because yeah, there wasn't shop in the store anymore. Only, yeah, your only way to shop for clothes and everything was to go shopping. There wasn't online shopping and things like that, yep. like we do now, totally. where we buy 90% of our clothes online. Exactly. Did, um, okay, well, now you have me like totally, when I lose weight, that's like gonna be like my big, like goal rule yes! thing is I'm gonna go do that because that sounds amazing. Yes. Have you ever done Stitch Fix? I haven't, but actually Jordan was like brought that up too. He's like, hey, like, have you ever tried Stitch that Fix? That seems like a way more um like affordable. Affordable because it's still pricey, but you don't have to get anything. And you do pay the $25 or $20. I don't remember because I did it for a little bit. Um, but if you just th- then you kind of just like, okay, well, I'll just pick one item and then the $25 right. goes to that, whatever. But, um, I had really good luck with it and I feel like I've had like some good, like solid pieces that I've gotten from it. So nice. that could be like a, something you could try that would be probably a little more affordable than Nordstrom and like not feel like it's breaking the bank as much. And I'm sure they have like a deal where it's like your first month is. Oh yeah. Like, they're dis- definitely discounted a- or something. Yep. It is. Yeah. They have it like that. And, um, I loved it. And you can, you, same thing, you like figure out like what type of stylist you want and like 
the next t- month you basically say like give me the same stylist i want to try someone new so you can like kind of like figure out like what, what your style is yeah exactly because not every stylist is going to nail it and um and you also just tell them what kind of pieces you want like don't send me athleisure wear don't send me this like yes i want to focus on that and well the other thing i really liked about i I definitely want to try a stitch fit stitch fix someday too um but the other thing i really liked is she asked me what my budget was before our meeting or our appointment and i told her i'm like i don't want to spend any more than like between this and this is kind of like my goal for budget Uh or whatever And so I felt like, because Nordstrom can get really expensive. So I felt like she took that into consideration. Like, yes, I chose to spend more because I liked more, you know, but like the things that she was hanging in there, like none of the tops were more than like $60. I mean, I think the blazer was like 75, but like there's some Nordstrom tops that are freaking expensive. Hey, Steph, you know what? That's the same damn prices that they're trying to charge it like toward and stuff. So for yep. something. So you're not, you're not, I mean, mind you, I try to shop like big time sales and never pay full price when I go there, but it's <laughs> not like those prices you're saying are like completely like outrageous by any no. means. And I lucked out. I was telling jo- Jordan, I'm like, this felt so meant to be. And I'm like, no, it feels weird to say it was meant to be, but like, I didn't even know. So I have a Nordstrom debit card. It comes out of my debit, but I get points for having the card or whatever, yeah. you know? And so I went to go pay and I didn't have my card with me. I'm like, oh crap. Like I, I took a different purse and only brought, you know, one credit card and my ID. And I'm like, shoot, can you look at my card? And so she's like trying to look at my card. And I look at this sign and the sign says three times Nordstrom rewards points ends Um, today. And I'm like, I had no idea. Like I didn't plan (laughs) this around this or anything. So all of a sudden I get my Nordstrom reward, you know, a few hours later and I'm like, oh, I don't think I knew that they had a debit card. Yeah. I'm oh. like all about the debit cards. Like Target, I have a debit red I card. Use the, like, I use my Target one. That's like all I use when I go to Target. But um, I don't think, I, I thought Nordstrom only had a credit card. I'll have to look into that. I think, I mean, it's not like Target where you enter your PIN, but it comes straight out of your bank yeah. account. So I'm assuming that's debit. But no, really, really, really liked my appointment. I was happy I did it. And like when I schedule things like that, I'm very like, I go back and forth all week after scheduling of, should I cancel? Do I need to do this? And so I was just glad that like, I actually went cause I did feel like it was a very good experience and I was happy with it. Um, but that I'm night, really we mad to- you didn't share your haul. Cause now I want to see everything you've got. So I'm you still just- planning on oh, it. So I washed the pants. Um, just, so I feel like I can wear the pants so they don't like, you know, get the dye all over anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm still planning on doing like a haul or a little video or something. Um, okay, yes, please. Yeah, maybe this weekend if I have time. But um, we went to a Kings game that night. It was my mm-hmm. first Kings game. I taunted Laura a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I had a lot of fun. They, production-wise, or as far as, like, fan experience, we've already talked about this. They do um, a lot for, for, sure. for, like, the showiness of the fan experience. So that was fun. We had really good seats. Um, that was our Friday, or that was our Saturday. And then our my Sunday um we went Laura will tell us about it a little bit more but we went mm-hmm. dress shopping that was a blast yeah. and then I got home and I was so freaking tired like I was like screw daylight savings time and I was telling Jordan I was being so stubborn he's like you should just take a nap um and I'm like no I'm like I hate taking a nap on a Sunday because you you just feel like you end the weekend sooner like I don't <laughs> like it 
And next thing you know, I'm asleep for two hours. So I took a nap I- too. <laughs> uh, I don't take naps usually like very often. I mean, I'm not as against a nap as you are, but um, yeah, I was after we got home and everybody had left. I was just like, dude, I'm Jeff. I'm gonna go take a nap. Like wake me up when you, he wanted to, he had planned on wanting to go out. We ended up changing our plans, but he, I was like, come wake me up when you're ready to like get going. Cause I was like, I'm going to go take a nap. And it was glorious. <laughs> Okay. I woke up and I was like, how long did I sleep? He's like, probably like two hours. I'm like, dang. So definitely messed with me, but, um, obviously it didn't help because I didn't go to work today. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, how was your week? Uh, weekend was good. So I had all last week I was, um, doing, I was on jury duty. So I had to do the whole call every day for five days and see if you have to go in kind of thing. And of course, on day five, I got told that I had to go in. So I had to go in on Friday and I was like, this sucks. So I was like starting to stress out because we had planned on because I work half days on Friday. And so the weather was really bad. It poured all day on Friday. So I was like, we were planning on leaving a little early because we had a concert. And so we were going to at least try to get out to LA early enough before the traffic got too bad. And I was like, if I get stuck here at jury duty and I'm late to my concert, like I'm going to be so mad. But I was like, but it's also a Friday. Like I know these like judges and everybody, like typically I feel like they don't like want to work on Friday. So I was like, even if I do get stuck doing it, maybe I'll be out early or I'll get done early. But then I started thinking, I was like, but then next Wednesday I'm supposed to go to Disneyland. I'm like starting to think of all these other things I have going on. And I'm like, (laughs) Okay. So then I start like building up. I'm like, okay, what's my excuse going to be? I was like starting to think up like, okay, maybe I'll make it like around my surgery. Like I have to be available to be able to go to like doctor's appointments and all this stuff. And I was like, maybe I'll try to pull that. I don't know. And so we were, I was there through lunch and then ended up getting told we were going to go um, to the courtroom and they were going to like basically start, you know, they go through the process of finding out who's going to be on the jury. I was like, text Jeff. I was like, uh, we're going back. And so we like walk over and like, literally we're out there like 15 minutes and they were like, okay, you guys have been released. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. (laughs) So literally hauled home, like changed, got ready. And then we ended up heading out to, um, towards LA. Jeff's aunt lives in Manhattan beach, which is like 20 minutes or so like side streets from SoFi stadium. So we're like, let's just get out there, like beat some of the traffic because it was already saying it was going to take like over an hour and a half because of the rain and everything. And so we went out there, visited with her for like an hour and a half or so. It made traffic because we heard like traffic was a nightmare. Like everybody was saying like getting into the concert and like they kept advertising all week. They were sending us emails saying like concert starts at seven o'clock on the dot, like sharp and blah, blah, blah. So I think they were just trying to make sure like because of the weather and everything like yeah we're giving themselves like adequate adequate time and so they did they only started the concert started maybe like five ten minutes late and i don't even know if the place was like halfway full when the concert started oh my gosh yeah like, they so, meant it yeah like they I don't, I don't even know i so i don't even know if i said where i went i went to see um billy joel and stevie nicks how fun and it was incredible so yeah so we went and it was nice we got to go visit with jeff's aunt because we hadn't seen her since christmas and um spend some time with her 
then we like left and just we had brought a little ice chest so we could like have a couple beers like in the car before we walked into the concert and had to start paying twenty dollars for a drink yep so because it's so freaking expensive there it's insane but um i will say like it's amazing like I mean, we had to pay our $70 for parking, but I mean, where every time I've gone, we park like right there. It's like we're parked and we like walk right up to the stadium. It's like, it's like weird. I was like, this parking would be like preferred VIP parking if I was anywhere else. Like, yeah, I feel like all the parking is like super close to the stadium. If you can get it. Is. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was honestly an incredible show. I, Jeff and I have been, well, it's more me. Jeff just goes along for the ride, but I've been like big on wanting every time there's like tours of these like older artists. Like I always want to go. Cause I'm like, this could be likely the last opportunity I would have to see these people. And I love being able to see that. I say that I've seen so many of these artists and they were, Jeff and I both agreed. They were like up there as being like, cause they were both Stevie Nicks. I want to say we looked it up. I think she's 75, Billy Joel 74. And they like legit sounded like they do like on the albums. Yes. Like they sounded incredible. So. Wow. How it fun. was super, super easy. Such a breeze. Um, so that was Friday. Once again, thank you for taking Penny out. Cause we yes. were, yeah, I think we left at like two 30 and we were home at like midnight so oh my god she would have been doing the potty dance big time had you Aww. guys not gone and her out. <laughs> so we appreciate it especially because she wouldn't go before we left it was like pouring and she was like no thank you and I was like all right well you're gonna be here well <laughs> but um another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Saturday was like one of those days I was like kind of looking forward to because it was, I had a nail appointment at 10 a.m. But other than that, we had like zero plans. And so I was like, Okay, I'm going to like make my to-do list for today. I have like tons of things that I've just been like putting off because I've been so busy like at work that I haven't been able to really like usually I love to try to get like laundry done during the week and just like cleaning and stuff. And I haven't had the opportunity to do that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and then I'm going to come home and I'm gonna, like, I had a whole list of things I wanted to do. Of course, I was home like an hour hour or two into my to-do list after I had gone shopping and everything. And Annie texts me and she's like, Hey, do you guys want to hang out? And I was like, sure. (laughs) So (laughs) That sounds like more fun. (laughs) I only got through maybe half of my to-do list. And then I was like, all right, canceling the rest of this, told them to come over. So we just hung out at our house, did our typical weekend hangout that we usually do, grabbed a quick dinner. And then we always talk a lot about the weddings. So, So fun. Yeah. And then Sunday highlight of my weekend for sure. Besides, well, I guess the concert was pretty fun too, but this <laughs> was definitely an experience. Um, was we got to do uh try on dresses for my wedding. It was such a good experience. Like it, I was wowed. It was a dream. Like honestly, I can't share enough like praises. So we went to um a place that had 
tons of people had referred to me on Instagram. Like when I had started talking about dresses, they're like, you need to go to strut bridal in long beach. That's where I got my dress, blah, blah, blah. I had a good, like five brides who told me that. And so it was definitely on my list. So I had reached out to them and made an appointment and, um, (laughs) I don't even like know where to begin from like the first text messages they were sending me, like asking me to text them like inspiration, or if I had a link to my a Pinterest board or something and like really wanting to get to know like the things I liked and didn't like and kind of just to get to know me a little bit beforehand. And then we got there and they had like a whole space reserved just for us. They greeted us with mimosas and they had like snacks out for us. And we had, I think, so the girl who helped me with my dresses, I'm 99% sure she's the manager of the store there. And was she not like amazing? She was amazing. Like, like she was like meant to be in this type of, of job. She knew everything there was about dresses, like incredible. And that's what I kept saying. I was like, I don't know if she's just like completely pinpointing everything that I said I liked and wanted, or if like, I really did love like every dress that is in this store because she once again, like when she looked at the pictures again that I had sent and then she like, okay, like confirmed like the cuts and the necklines and like what I really liked and didn't like and made sure I liked lace or I was okay with sparkle. And, um, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to pick up, like pick out like five for us to start with. And we'll go from there. I honestly did not hate one dress I put on, which made it very difficult. You looked amazing in everything. Like they handed out like these little like paddle board signs to each of us. Like one of them said like something super positive, like, yes. And then another one was like, I like it, but let's keep looking. And then there was like a, it's no a beautiful option. One. And yeah. Um, and so every, all of us are like, yes, yes, yes. To like every dress. And we're like, how are we going to choose a favorite? Truly? Like it was like, I would start like, and I was very open. I told her like, cause she was like, if you don't like it, like we can just put it down. I was like, no, I still want to try on ones that I'm even like, not too sure about because how often, like you said, those floral, that floral shirt or those floral pants, like just yeah. cause you think that's something you would never wear. Like it's sometimes worth trying on just to like confirm that. Exactly. She like literally I'd like be like, I don't know. We'll see. And then like, I'd put it on and be like, oh my God, I love this one too. Like this (laughs) sucks. And well, I mean, it was like a good problem to have, but, and honestly, for anyone who, um, is plus size or even, I mean, they carry, so in they'll order a dress in any size from zero to 40. They carry in house, I think starting at size six, through size 38 I think was it 38 I think it was 38 32 or 38 it was somewhere in there so I mean they have an insane array of very inclusive sizing and it was amazing to be able to try on dresses that were in your size like I felt like when I tried on a dress at David's Bridal a few weeks ago that I like honestly I thought I loved like I was like I think this is the dress and then I tried on these other dresses and I was like oh my god like (laughs) I love these dresses I think way more and then but like the Davis bridal dress I tried on that was three sizes probably too small for me it was very limited on like the options they had for you to try on and things like that so at strut bridal which by the way so we went to in Long Beach they have another location in Arizona I think in Chandler so if you live out in the valley in arizona you have that option as well i know they sell bridesmaids dresses prom dresses like just event dresses in general but truly the staff made it like if i had to dream up a perfect 
bridal shopping experience to do with my mom and all of my bridesmaids. Like, I don't know how it could have been any better. It was like dreamy. Like we were just in this room surrounded by nothing but wedding dresses with a stage in the middle that Laura would walk out and stand on and with a mirror. Like it was just so everything about it was just like a dream. It was so pretty. So basically it was, we tried, she, her goal was to try to limit, get us down to two dresses. I ended up getting it down to three. I told her, I just did not want to say no to like a third one. Um, so I did end up picking three that I absolutely loved. I think if I had to have choose yesterday, I think I would have picked the number one. Mm-hmm. Um, we all loved that one a lot. And it's just, it was like a stunning dress and But I think, so what the situation is, so I was like, okay, so today we're here to find what I like, to get an idea of what styles and what I think is what I want to go with so that when it comes time to come and get my dress, then, because I'm going to have to buy off the rack. So I'm not going to, I didn't have the luxury of yesterday, like picking the dress I wanted and ordering it and then calling it a day because that's, I would have been doing that yesterday if I was in a normal situation, but because of my surgery, um, they took note of the favorites I had and then come end of summer, I will go back and if they have them, hopefully maybe, um, we'll see what they have in my size. And if they don't, we'll see what we can get. That's close to that. And like she was saying also, she's like, you might have a different, like, like depending on how you're feeling with your body, maybe you want to go a different route and that's okay too. But at least we have like a, a really good place. idea. And I'm just glad I got to still like, because I didn't do the whole trying on dresses with my bridal party and stuff last time I got married. So this was definitely like something I really wanted to have with you guys. And um, it was honestly, it was a really perfect day. And it was, I just, I can't say enough good things. So share it with your friends, share it with your family, strut bridal, like truly amazing. And I, I have no doubt that I will probably be getting my dress from them because absolutely not to, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, yeah. So after that amazing shop experience, we walked right next door. There was a little place called wood and salt tavern and all of us went and had brunch there. We had a good little brunch an amazing bloody Mary um and then just headed back home after that a couple of the girls stopped by um and we looked at some airbnbs for a few for the bachelorette party um but we were like okay we're doing that friday so like we'll just we looked at it a little bit and then we kind of called it a day um but so there was one house so tell me this was actually a common thing as we're like bouncing around on airbnb there is a house it says it sleeps 14 people there's neon signs there's like a swim up pool bar that has like these swing seats over the water like it looks like an awesome house yeah like perfect bachelorette party house and all they have is if you're looking for a party house this isn't it blah like just like warning you warning you warning warning you so when they say that it's not for party are they talking like they don't want a bachelorette party weekend there or do you think they're saying that because they, like they don't want us like hosting an event there, like where we then invite like forty people for a party? So my guess is that like maybe the rules in Scottsdale when it comes to owning an Airbnb and listing a rental, like you have to say that. 
Um, there's probably some code or something to like discourage people from thinking that they can just pull up to this Airbnb that have real life neighbors that live, you know, around there and just be loud and obnoxious. But I think like for what we're going to do, we're not hiring a DJ. We're not partying outside until three in the morning. Like I think for what we want to do, it's like normal. It's like nothing. That's what I, it's like, what, who else is, I mean, You've You're had more get people large in your backyard your than are going to be in their this backyard. Exactly. <laughs> With music. So I'm like, I I really, I think that's to discourage people from doing anything too crazy and to be like, please that's don't, what I don't think. Because we did. We found like a perfect house, but they were like going on and on about how this isn't a party house. We respect our neighbors, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you just trying to like really scare away the people that are going to be really partying? Because I think like it's literally going to be like a group of us in the pool during well, the day. And some of these houses are like on Instagram. So if they have like a cute name for the house or whatever, like we can like look it up on Instagram and we DM tried them to and find like, they didn't have an Instagram. Uh, However, they did have a website. So if we do decide to look into it. I would say we book through their website and not through Airbnb, but that's neither here nor there. I was just curious of your opinion. Um, and yeah, other than that, I took my nap, watched the Oscars, watched the last of us finale. And that's pretty much it. Nice. Well, any other updates besides the dress shopping? That was so much fun. Um, not much other going on. I don't remember. I know I feel like I shared in last week's episode that we thought we had found where we were going to have our rehearsal dinner because you and I had gone to that brewery and then I took Jeff back there. Well, um, we did pay the deposit and sign the contract for that. So that is official for our rehearsal dinner. So it was fun to have one more thing checked off the list. And um, as far as wedding goes, I think that's kind of it. I feel like I'm going to have like less wedding updates like yeah because all the big stuff's done like until it does come time for like that dress shopping again or just closer to the wedding I think you'll have more update updates but um, no it's so nice that you have like all of those stressful pieces of wedding planning done and now you can just chill out for a while for sure I'm just now I'm just working on like the small details and signage and decor and things like that where it's just kind of make coming up with ideas and making decisions, but not like anything that make or makes or breaks the event, you know? Right. Right. So, um, Brilliant. anyways, how are you? What's going on? How's the knee? Any wellness updates? What's going on there? So knee update. Um, I did go to my doctor's appointment on Friday Oh, good. and I was like in the car, like telling Jordan, I'm like, I just don't even like, I feel weird going to this appointment. Cause I don't really know what to say because I'm overall like back to normal and nothing hurts. It doesn't hurt going upstairs. It doesn't hurt walking, whatever, whatever. It's like just this one movement. It's like just when my knee like bends. So like if you try to sit on your knees on the ground and it bends like that, that's when it's like super painful and I just can't bend it like that. And so I'm sitting there and he's like doing like playing with my knee and like all these, like he's like, does it hurt when I do this? Does it hurt when I do this? And he's like banging on it and stuff. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm like, I'm telling you, it only hurts with this one thing. So, um, he was a little stumped and basically just like, okay, well, we're going to treat this as a sprain for now. He said, you are saying like, it's improved since the original injury. Um, and he's like, any of those things that I just did to your knee, like if it was, if it hurt, like we would be more worried about like, 
um, a tear or something like that and probably send you for an MRI. But he's like, none of those things hurt you. So we're going to treat it as a sprain for now. He's like, just really try to like, he's like, you can still like go on walks and stuff. He's like, don't run. I'm like, well, lucky for you. I'm not a runner (laughs) and (laughs) not happening. And, um, he said, you know, I was telling him that I've been working out in the gym and doing strength training. And he just said like, if, if possible to only focus on upper body for the next two weeks, just to really like give my knee a chance to heal and not like continue to try to like push things. So I messaged my coach and told her and she's like on it. So she changed like all my workouts to just upper body to give my knee like a real break for two weeks. So I'm hoping that in two weeks there's even more improvement. Um, And he said, if not, he's like, if there's no improvement in two weeks, then yeah, you're going to have to come back. And like the next thing would be an MRI, but I'm pretty sure um, everybody I've talked to that's had tears and stuff. It's way more painful at this point still than mine is. So I'm, I'm, hoping it's a knee sprain that is best case scenario and it continues to get better. Um, and then as far as like the weight loss coach stuff, like, I feel like I'm kind of at a stall with weight loss right now. Like it hasn't really been going down very much, but it's also like, I can't treat it as a plateau. Like she even asked me, like, she was like, she was like, do you think it's like time for us to like adjust your macros or whatever? And she's like, have you been like hitting your macros like 80% of the time? Cause if you are like, you're plateauing. And I'm like, no, like I'm not hitting it 80% of the time. So I know I'm not plateauing, you know, at least you're being honest with yourself and with her. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I need to be honest with myself because I can tell myself I am and then just watch the scale, not change stall, but like I'm paying her a decent penny. Like, yeah, no, I need to be honest with her. So, um, she, what I love about her is she's not like, you need to stop what you're doing and change everything and just do this or it's not going to work. She's like, okay, well, what little things can you commit to, to like, you know, start doing it. So I told her like my biggest struggle right now is probably weekends. Like I I'm good during the week, especially the three days I'm in office. I pack my breakfast. I pack my lunch. I meal prep for dinners. Like I'm good during the week. It's weekends that are just out of control. And, um, so like a couple of the small things that I committed to were getting back to tracking everything during the week. Cause I've gotten very like lax with actually physically logging into the app and tracking it. Yeah. And so during the week, I'm going to track everything. Um, and then I'm going, going to be doing no alcohol Monday through Thursday, which overall is not like difficult for me to do Mm -hmm. unless there is like a dinner out or something with a friend, but like I do want to try to be like as strict as possible with that because I know like, I know that like alcohol is something that like I enjoy drinking in like social situations and like, I'm going to have so much fun drinking um, this weekend on Saturday with like everybody and stuff. But I also think like drinking leads to so many other bad choices. Like it leads to ordering french fries and eating a whole thing of french fries as an appetizer and it just leads to like this spiral of like oh I'm drinking and so I'm just gonna like spiral out so I really do want to make a no alcohol Monday through Thursday rule and then she's like save your drinking for Friday Saturday and Sunday she's like you probably won't even drink every Sunday you know but she's like if you and Jordan go to date night on Friday and you have a couple margaritas and then you meet friends at a brewery Saturday she's like that's fine but like limit yourself and actually have enough like discipline to not do it certain days, you know? And so I knew that was something I could commit to. And then the weekends, she was like, she knows how much I love 
to like eat out on the weekends. I don't do it a lot during the week. And then she also knows like how social I am, you know, like she knows that Jordan and I like date nights out and I'm always here or there with somebody doing something. So she's like, don't stress on the weekend. She's like, track everything you eat at home and like stick to the plan at home and focus on your macros at home. And she's like, don't even worry about tracking when you go out, like just do it at home, do it during the week. So um, I like her approach to things because her approach is not all or nothing. It's like, what can you do? Um, what small changes to get back on track can you do? And that really helps me because it doesn't feel as overwhelming when you look at it like sure. that. So hopefully we'll start seeing a change with those little, little changes because I was doing so well and I just feel like I'm just at like the standstill right now. And I'm like, summer is coming. I'm supposed to have... <laughs> short legs remember <laughs> I know um, but what about you any any weight loss surgery updates for us um so lots of back and forth last week um I can't say enough amazing things about my surgeon's office like they literally reached out to me and they were like hey what's going on like are you having issues like kind of and I was like thank you I'm so glad you're you're like <laughs> as concerned as I am but so my surgeon's office called, I gave like an update. I was like, so listen, like this, my lady who was assigned to me at the hospital, she's been like taking forever. And then she went on vacation for a week. And like, so it's just been kind of like, I don't feel like a lot moving. And then she said that she's still working on my file to see if everything's complete. And then he's like, well, Mina reached out to me today and said she's concerned that you don't have six classes. I was like, well, I don't know why she didn't reach out to me to say this concern because I would have like talked to her or talked to my insurance. He's like, so yeah, she was asking if you wanted to basically sign up to do your fifth class just in case. And I'm like, I'm sick of doing these like just in case classes. Like, I'm just going to call my insurance right now. So I called my insurance and I was like, hey, I was like, this is the situation I was told in the beginning of the year that no longer six classes, but it's three. Can you just like, please assure me that that's true so I can have them push my stuff? Because they're basically saying like, because if I push it to insurance and they'll bounce it back if it's not three. And I'm like, I just want to know that it's like going to go through. And she's like, nope, you're good to go. So I called my surgeon and I called her and I was like, look, this is a situation. They're saying it's three. So please just push it through. And and it should be good. So I told everybody and she was like, okay, I'll, um, this was, so this finally happened on Thursday when I talked to them and she was like, okay, um, I'll push your file through by Friday. I don't know if that actually happened or not. I'm hoping I should hear this week that all will be great, but I'll probably follow up with her maybe tomorrow and just be like, Hey, I wanted to make sure my file went through and just kind of play stupid and be like, make sure there was no hiccups on your end kind of thing. Yep. And see what she says, because how I'm understanding it is it went back to the insurance. The insurance is going to look, be like, yep, 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 yep. She met all of her requirements. She is good. And then they'll send that to my surgeon's office. And um, my surgeon's office then will finally be able to schedule a surgery date with me. So no, I definitely think it's good that you're staying on top of it. Cause it'd be easy to like, be like, oh, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to like call them or oh, whatever. No, I feel like I would take this whole process would take a year if I didn't follow up with people. Yes. It's like you, the people that don't follow up are the people that they push off and the people that follow up are the people that they're like, okay, fine. We'll just get to her file or whatever. Exactly. So definitely. So I'm just praying that this all happens this week. And then once I know my timeline, like, it's like, okay, this is my date. Then I know the timeline and I can really start scheduling my pre-op diet and how I want to handle that because 
my surgeon's office doesn't require any type of pre-op diet besides just they're like suggest doing like replacing one of your meals with a protein shake and then just doing liquid diet like I think one or two days before your surgery wow I'm like that just doesn't feel like a lot I feel like I'm gonna go into shock like if I just ate totally normal like going up to that I was like I know there but I also don't want to make so many extreme changes now where like I'm already sick of protein shakes by the time I have my surgery, which is when I really need to be having them a lot more. So I'm like, I want to know what my date is. So then I could like literally make, okay, this week we're doing this. And then next week we're doing this. And then like, I can make my whole game plan leading up. And maybe even like asking in one of those Facebook groups, like, Hey, my surgeon doesn't require anything. Like I don't have a number I have to lose. There's not any kind of diet required. Like what did everybody else do? And kind of like get ideas from other people of like, oh, that might work for me or like, that's a good idea or whatever. Cause it's probably like good knowing like what other people have done. Because like you said, that's going to be a shock to go from like being able to eat a burger and fries and a milkshake and pizza one day to like having to live off protein shakes for a week or something until you start recovering. Like that's going to be a shock. Yeah. So I definitely, um, I just want to know my date so I can start like figuring out how I want to make certain changes like leading up to it so that every week can be gradual and not as much so hopefully they're not like yeah you can have your surgery next week and i'll be like oh (laughs) we need to go get protein shakes (laughs) yeah so other than that um hoping that by the end of the week maybe my surgeon's office will call like best case scenario he said that it shouldn't be like a huge wait to wait for my insurance so Nice. I would I think know. he'd probably hear back for this week. Yeah. But well, very cool. You'll have to keep us updated. Yes. Did you um I know like you're wanting to like probably move on, but I just want to did you watch the last The Last of Us last night? Yes, we did. And I'm like so sad it's over now. I know. I hope um, it's not a long time until the next season. I know. I thought it was so good. And Jordan, it's funny because like his opinion was like different. Like he's like, I loved it in the beginning. And then I started to like it like less and less. Really? Yes. And I was like, what? Oh no, me and Jeff um, loved it. I feel like he's definitely in a category of his own because I feel like everybody loves that show. Yeah, it was fantastic. So I thought guys, it was so good. No Oscar watching for you guys? No, not my thing. Can't do the Oscars. Like I like looking at pictures really? like of like the dresses and stuff and seeing what people wear. But like I, I cannot, and it's not just the Oscars. It's like any award show, like Grammys, any of that. Like I the cannot. Oscars one is the for sure, for sure. I have to watch every year. Like you that's like, like it, huh? yeah. So we record because I just like to. I always like the monologue. I like to see, I mean, there's always only a few at, there back in the day. I feel like I used to see almost everything. Now I feel like there's only a few movies I've seen. Thankfully I did see every where all at once because that was the one that swept, but um, yeah, it was um, honestly, I felt like one of the best Oscars in a long time. And it felt like the first one that kind of felt back to normal. Like award shows have been kind of weird. Yeah. Like, the last few years so I felt like this one was like I feel like this is like the old Oscars again <laughs> it's back um, so which I think we're like with this like we're like right at that three-year mark of like quarantine yeah, starting, isn't that so crazy insane it feels not like it was so bad. long ago but it also feels like it was just like exactly not that long ago I know crazy so, crazy um like you ready for some bed wed dead bed wed dead 
Let's do streaming edition. Um, I think one of our listeners suggested this one and the three categories are Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max. What do you All got? Right. Let's see. For bed, I am going to go Netflix. Oh, I'm I feel, also going to go Netflix. Are you? Yeah, I feel yes. like Netflix always shows us a good time, doesn't often let us down, but I feel like I sometimes will go like a while without needing it. Um, See, I, I feel like I always need Netflix, like, but I also feel like Netflix just has so many like shows that are good. Like there is something to be said about Netflix and chill, right? Like there's yeah. so many just good like background things you can put on. And like, definitely. Now that we're talking about it, I almost feel like I want to switch. Oh, what would you switch? Because okay, well, well, it would definitely like because the struggle definitely was between next Netflix and HBO Max because Netflix and HBO Max are by far the superior streaming services. Oh, absolutely. Like I had no problem saying dead to Hulu. I guess I'm jumping ahead same. here. I no, just because now I feel like I want to talk it out. So we have exactly the same three. We have exactly the same three again. Okay. Which, but uh, maybe I want to switch. So let's talk this out. Okay. So yeah. Why I do think... you lo- so why do you want to wed HBO Max? I need to hear this because this might help me decide if I'm switching or not. I just feel like HBO Max is more of like a lifelong partner because there's like movies that are in movie, th- like just like it feels more special. Like HBO Max feels more special. Like there's movies that are in theaters and all these things that like Netflix could never, right? And... <laughs> Like, it just feels like, oh, this is for life. Like, I have something special for you on HBO Max. We're Netflix very, like, chill vibes. Like, we're just going to, like, like do this for a minute or so something. That's, that's why I'm kind of thinking I want to switch. You know what? I'm switching. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> with HBO Max, and I'm going to wed Netflix. Because you made a good point. So, originally, I wanted HBO Max forever because... They come out with like just such solid, like high quality content outside of also just having like a massive movie like collection. But then I realized, am I really watching movies more or am I watching like shows in mindless television? And the answer is shows in mindless television. And I have a lot more reality shows available to me on Netflix, which, you know, that's my jam. I got my love is blind. I have Love Island. I have all this other crap. And like you said, it has a lot of good background shows. Like I can want put on New Girl or like things like that. So I think there's just, because there's also the movies. Like I feel like I have a much larger variety where I feel like HBO, I have like good TV and yeah. good movies. Where I feel like Netflix, I have good TV and good movies, but I also have like so much more. So you just want to like hook up with HBO Max when you need it. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a new season of Last is Us. Maybe we should have a little fling again. But like, <laughs> but Why I is don't, that so true? I don't need to have it all the time. Right. Like you could live without it. You could not yeah. live without Netflix. Yeah. I think, okay, I'm switching. Yep. I'm marrying and as, Netflix. And as far as Hulu, like Hulu's, I could literally live without Hulu. Although I will say... For Kardashian fans, the smartest thing they did was get the Kardashians because actually I can't live without Hulu. <laughs> Honestly, Only I haven't. Show. Last time I went on Hulu was for Kardashians and I haven't even watched this newest season of Kardashians. So it's been months since I've gone into the app. 
it's like I don't know who watches Hulu. Like, what do you, what do what do people watch on Hulu? Like, what? I know they have like a good show here and there that comes out, and then I'll watch it. But like, I honestly like never watch Hulu, so no, that was an I don't easy either. one for me. Yep, curious to hear what you guys say. Maybe you'll. Last week, somebody pointed out that they were shocked that we didn't kill Joe Jonas because of the Taylor Swift stuff, and both of us were mortified that we didn't remember. <laughs> totally forgot they dated that because you were absolutely right. He should have died. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is one that I've wanted to share for a while now, and I just kept pushing it off, but we are obsessed. It's definitely a Trader Joe's staple for us. We buy them oh. weekly. It is the Trader Joe's Hold the Cones, and chocolate chip is my favorite flavor. They're basically these little mini ice cream cones. They're Love like- them so much. Oh my God. Like at least the chocolate chip flavor is like a chocolate flavored cone, and it's like a little baby cone. It has a little bit of chocolate chip ice cream on top, and- they're seriously so freaking good. They're under the perfect four, small sweet treat. The perfect, like literally cures your sweet tooth and like you're good. Like you feel like you got like a treat and they are a treat. Um, They're just perfect, like nutrition wise for a treat. So they're under $4 for eight of them. Um, They're under a hundred calories for one. It's funny when you look at the nutritional facts, a serving size is three of them. <laughs> literally okay so it was a long time before I realized that I and then I realized it and I was like oh my god they're even like a better like yes amount than I thought <laughs> exactly no yeah under 100 calories if you only eat one and I usually only ever eat one like I never I never look at the box and I'm like I can have three like I'm, I'm not sitting there eating three cones because then it's not a mini cone anymore you know yeah and um no they're so good have you had other flavors I've had just the vanilla and the chocolate, but I know there's seasonal flavors. Like Annie was yes. writing in our Facebook group today about the coffee flavor. I have not tried any of the seasonal flavors. So the coffee one is fantastic. You'll like that. I think I know during Christmas, they have a peppermint one with the chocolate Ooh, cone, which is really that. good. They have a pumpkin ginger one, I think in the fall, which is Yum. good. Um, And then uh, I feel like there's another one I'm missing out on, but yeah, they're so, I love them. They're delicious. And like you said, they're like perfect if you need just like a small, like sweet tooth fix and yep, yep they're great. They, they hit the spot for sure. What's your flavor of the week? Um, also Trader Joe's. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, mine is a new salad that I actually got this week and I had it for lunch today. And it was amazing. It was the Trader Joe's Elote Chopped Salad Kit. So it's one of the bag salads, $3.99. Um, it's like a veggie blend, like all the different types of like lettuce, carrots kind of situation that you typically have in a bag salad. But it had like these cornbread crouton crumbles. Ooh. Like, so it was like, think crouton, but like cornbread. And it was amazing. And then the cotilla cheese. And then it had like, it was like crunchy it was like dried corn but like once it was like mixed in with the salad and the dressing and everything it kind of just felt like normal corn like it was because at first okay. I was like I was like this corn's hard I was like this is kind of weird I was like I was like is it like a corn nut but it was like really just like a dried piece of corn and then it ended up kind of just feeling like a normal piece of corn once it was all mixed in and then it had like a creamy elote style dressing it was really good I did not have any chicken on hand, so I decided to add a couple of hard-boiled eggs for my protein, which I just, like, 
chopped those up and threw them in there with it. It was so good. I will definitely be buying it again. I love, I know you're not a big salad fan stuff, so I know you're not going to buy it, <laughs> but everyone else like do not sleep on all of the like random flavors they come out with at Trader Joe's because they're so good. So good. Are you ready for a quick quote before we say goodbye? Yes, please. All right. It's a quick one. There's always something good coming. Remember that. All right. Fantastic. Love it. And thank you all for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, rate, review, subscribe, do it all. We love it. Thank you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. We'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.